Hello everybody, welcome to a new post on my Wildfire Poet podcast. And it's really pleasure to recite my poetries, my stories and my opinions on the world. And today I'm going to recite one of the poems uh, on nostalgia. You all must be suffering from nostalgia one time or the other. You know, we in this today's world we travel a lot. Uh, we move to new places, we uh, visit new people, uh, we meet new people and uh, we sometimes stay so far away from our home that whatever wonderful moments that we enjoyed while we were a kid or while we were as teen, uh, we just remember them in one situation or the other. And this mostly happens after we have passed a certain amount of age in our life, that is youth. Not I will say youth, like this remembrance comes when we start to be more mature, basically, and that maturity can come, generally comes in later part of our life. So this poem is part love and uh, part nostalgia. And... uh, here, this is how it goes. Its title is Hamari Kuch Analog Ghadiyan. Rat Meri Analog Ghadi Toot Gai. To Mene Online Digital Wali Order Gardi. Parvak Nahi Kharit Paya. You know, there is such a great craze nowadays about smart watches and the digital watches. So that's why I, well, that's what I also did. <laughs> I also ordered an analog uh, digital watch. रात मेरी एनालॉग घड़ी टूट गई तो मैंने ऑनलाइन डिजिटल वाली ऑर्डर कर दी पर वक्त नहीं खरीद पाया हाथ में लिए टूटी एनालॉग घड़ी पूरे दिन सूरज को पिघलता देखता रहा फिर बादलों की शैतानियों में छुपके से चांद देखता चांद नजर आ गया फिर बादलों की शैतानियों में छुपके से देखता चांद नजर आ गया और उजड़ी एनालॉग घड़ी टिक टिक करने लगी जूने लम्हे नए झरोके से रोशन हो गए सर्दियों की दोपहरें लखनऊ वाले घर की छत पर मुलाकातें मरहम धूप में तेरे हाथ से खाते कुल्फी और अनार के दाने शिमला की शामें तेरी आंखों में देखते डूबते सूरज की थमी सांसें रात को कार्टर रोड पे लॉन्ग ड्राइव और सुबह सुबह लोधी गार्डन में एक्सरसाइज संडे का ब्रंच Preparing teri farmaishen for daavte of yours apne pure mohalle ko. Holidays with Udaipur ke Umed Bhavan mein Raja Shahi. Office time mein beech beech mein WhatsApp par bhejte tujhko smile. Carnatic music pe tere Manipuri dance ke nazare. Carnatic music pe tere Manipuri dance ke nazare. Tu nashe mein achhi lagti hai tujhe bar bar. कहने के बहाने फ्लैटर करने के बहाने कार्नेटिक म्यूजिक पे तेरे मणिपुरी डांस का नजारा तू नशे में अच्छी लगती है तुझे बार बार कहना तुझे फ्लैटर करने के बहाने फ्रांस के कैफे में पेपर नैपकिन पर तेरे पैरों की तस्वीर बनाना मोनालिजा की तस्वीर देख के उसको तुझसे कंपेयर करना 
रात मेरी एनालॉग घड़ी टूट गई तो मैंने ऑनलाइन डिजिटल वाली ऑर्डर कर दी पर वक्त नहीं खरीद पाया टूटी एनालॉग घड़ी की टूटी धड़कन जब यूं टिक टिक कर धड़कती रही मुझे तेरी याद दिलाती रही अगले दिन मुझसे ना रहा गया अगले दिन डिजिटल लौटा के मैंने फिर से एनालॉग ऑर्डर कर दी so this is how it ends and uh, this is how it ends and uh, yeah and it also <laughs> leaves me with this lingering emotion of the beautiful times that have passed and the wonderful and beautiful times that are yet to come thank you for listening me out keep enjoying keep rocking hello everybody and welcome to my podcast wildfire poet so today i'm going to tell a very interesting story uh, about my experience in an aircraft uh, that is an airplane so this is how it goes uh, after having become a laughing stock of my entire family relatives relatives friends and my friends were missing the flight even after reaching airport 4 hours before its actual departure so you know it was like a very very tough life to live in to be constantly mocked so after having become that laughing stock i always make sure to adhere to all timelines and every guideline written or announced on airport and i double check everything is flight number shown on display boards and on my ticket same is flight on time and by any remotest chance is it early no power banks in check in luggage no prohibited objects in hand baggage i check on which gate boarding will take place and on which floor is boarding gate located and most importantly i make sure to take the boarding pass you know the last time that i missed my flight was i came there i started doing my office work and thinking that i will easily get in boarding pass i don't know in which frame of mind i was <laughs> i thought maybe i was at a railway station and i will easily get the ticket but i didn't so i always make sure to take the boarding pass the moment check in starts and i get my security done and then i take the seat in front of boarding gate to do the boarding when it finally starts i did all that on that particular day and of the day that i am telling a story to you i did all that on that particular day and triumphantly secured my middle seat in the airplane I picked up the airline magazine from pocket fixed on back side of my front seat and started praying for one of two things to happen. God either give me female co-travelers or keep seats adjacent to mine initially empty and when everybody seated one of the air hostess should come sit on it and strike a conversation with me. Look, this was a, like a single guys uh, dream come true. Uh, uh, shy guys dream come true. You know just just imagine Air hostess leaving her job and coming and sitting next to me and striking conversation as if I was some sort of a Greek god. But most of the guys think like they are the Greek god when they look in in the mirror. They think that oh my god, I'm the smartest and hands most handsome guy on this planet, which they are in their mind. So all my these hopes were dashed as I saw um, that. 
the window seat was taken by a geeky teenage guy who slept the moment he took his seat. I lost my hope yet again and started blaming God, but soon I got a gift which broke my brooding. Your meal, sir. A packet of nachos and a cheese dip with a can of beverage. Would you like anything more, sir? said the hostess. A girl seated in seat in a row before mine uttered, I need more. Then this girl turned around and, my God, she had a, she had big beautiful eyes. Two almonds on a hard face. Oh gosh. She said that her seat is not comfortable as it is somehow not arcing back. Uh, so she wants to change her seat. I prayed, I begged to God, I bribed the universe to make law of attraction work. At least once for me. And believe me, it indeed worked. She came and sat next to me. She was wearing a cream white embroidered shirt and standard blue jeans. And there's something about these standard blue jeans when they fit you perfectly. You know, there's these advertisements about Jealous 21 and the Levi's, the curve that fit you. They're, they just make the standard blue jeans stand apart. Okay, coming back to the story. I tried to break the chill and said to her, these airlines need to... Uh, she stopped me in half. I'm, I'm not interested. Girls are terrible at being humble. You see, she's, she, how could she stop me in half? These girls, I mean, all girls are terrible at being humble. I was just trying to start a conversation. I grumbled in my mind and went on to read my magazine. I tried to focus hard, but I couldn't. Actually, her feet didn't let me. I know she was not humble and maybe... Was that which attracted me towards her? You know, most of the hot girls who have chances or most of the hot, girl, hot girls on whom many guys uh, take a chance on or try to flirt with, they just lose their humility at times. I think so. Maybe it's my own uh, view because I'm kind of a loser, you know. Not many girls have approached me and all that. So anyways, coming back to the story, I uh, tried to focus hard, but uh, her feet didn't let me focus. They were slender, long, and extremely soft to look at. The best part, though, were her toenails, perfectly cut. I, for instance, have them so disproportionately cut that they look like toes of an evil monster. Like my toes look like an evil of a monster, but hers... They were so perfectly cut. Gosh. These manicure and pedicure things have like taken the women to a next level. Separated them more from us and making them better and more evolved sex. So I was captivated by her toes. I didn't realize air hostess was long asking me for giving her empty meal packets until this woman sitting next to me pinched me on ear and said, I can cut yours in the same way if you want. I mean, your nails. I felt shy, but somehow dared to say, um, will you do that in flight or after landing? And she replied, in flight, of course. This released plethora of fantasies in my head, and I was sailing well in them before I heard the carcass voice of air hostess. 
An air hostess was announcing in a mic, everybody, this woman here is our first official style hostess. Style hostess? He and her teams will transform you while you fly. So enjoy their services to put your feet on ground as a completely different looking person. Soon the women next to me stood up and said, we have a team of pretty ladies over here who will come to your seat and give you services at a meager cost as per your advertisement. Or your requirements. You can get a haircut in our special technically advanced barber head cap, get manicure, pedicure, face massage or simply a head massage. She pulled me up and said this man would be our first experiment. I waved to everyone to which they gave a good laugh. I wondered in my head whether I was just born to please people. Seriously, am I just born to please people? I should be more bad. I mean, that's what is not attracting girls towards me. Anyways, at that moment I felt sad at this thought of mine, but then something struck me. Maybe an air of courage released from a Cupid's bow. So that's why this thing, this air of Cupid struck me. Was it this serendipity event I was waiting for? Yes, it was. I said to myself, and then said this loud out to our audience. Yes, I will be her experiment if she agrees to go out on a date with me after we land on ground. Some people laughed, some clapped and some whistled before all of them roared in chorus. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. She was feeling shy or embarrassed. I just can't say. But she held the mic and said in energy. Yes, I would. Was that energy? I don't know. People clapped and shouted, this was the best air travel I have ever had in my life. You know, that, that moment when people clapped and shouted when she said, yes, I would. Like, it was like my dream come true and people cheering for me. I was like a hero in my life. And everybody is a hero in their life. In which this film keeps going on in their mind that they are the center stage of everything. So this thing actually was happening in my life. Just imagine I... I was in cloud nine. Do planes fly that high? Do they fly above cl cloud nine? I mean, if they would, and if we, and since most of the people who sit next to the windows, they look out, they would have seen angels and all that. But they, they would have seen angels and all that. But they normally do not. So I don't. I'm not really sure whether these. And I'm, in fact, I'm confident that. Do they fly on cloud nine? These planes? They don't. Anyways. So soon this service reaped a huge benefit. Okay, so where was I? Huh. So people clapped and shouted, this was the best air travel I have ever had in my life. And this is how I, how I met my girlfriend for the first time and unknowingly helped her launch a new add-on service in her airline company's first flight. So she was, you know, the uh, employee of that airline company and... Uh, in fact, she was the owner of that land company. And this is how she launched her first flight. Soon, this service reaped her huge benefits and her airline company became champion of the domestic travel segment, surmounting the large players in the aviation industry. So, this is how I made my kind of girlfriend famous. And this is how, in India, people say that uh, there's a woman behind every man and that woman maybe is a mother or a wife or someone. In this case, there's a man behind a woman's success.
and this is perfectly fine this is how our society should progress thank you for listening me out keep rocking keep enjoying and keep listening to wildfire poet